welcome to this week's episode of the House of MTVG. I am Guy. And I am Buddy. My buddy, my buddy. Okay, man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, We had a, another, well, a week of nothing, really. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's a slow, uh, it's going to be a slow couple of weeks. You know, Mando is over and done with. Uh, it sounds like till 2022. Uh, and we've got a little two-week gap until WandaVision comes out. So, yeah, uh, we didn't even get a new Disney gallery. They, it looks like they did all of season two in one big episode, which I'm disappointed in. I enjoyed that series and wanted to see more and more and more and more and more. Uh, but it doesn't look like we're getting any. And I right. mean, that's you got fine. some good background detail with the fucking episodes. It was nice. It was good. It was good. Not me, but it was good. At, you know, the under the table scraps, dude. It was the good stuff. Well, you know, I, stuff. I would have thought in the very least they would have said something or had a little more in-depth detail about Mark Hamill's return and him being on set. But, uh, I mean, right. Hey, or know. something at least somewhere with, with a little bit more detail about it, because that was a big fucking deal, man. Uh, still a big deal. A couple weeks out of the finale. It's still a huge deal. Still a hot topic on the internet. Um, fucking rocked my world and it's still rocking my world and yeah I, nobody's fucking it's close lip from disney and and from the mandalorian it's just uh, everything not, not really it's mostly it's we're not hearing much from like the official production but we're hearing from the talent um and we're hearing from the fans we're hearing from people like you and me it's all over the internet the this um I renewed this renewed love and renewed faith that, Hey, you know, we, we don't think we got the version of Luke in the sequel trilogy that we thought we deserved or that he actually did deserve, or we deserved or all of us deserved. And, you know, maybe now is the time for you guys at Disney slash Lucasfilms to correct the, the sins of the past and let's just uh, let's just give Luke the propers he deserves. There seems to be a lot of that going on in the internet from fans and from from various people. It's it's awesome to see. I do have a question. I, I might have an answer. About, I, I was thinking about this in the throes of the night when I was cold sweating away, you know, dreaming about Mark Hamill. Okay. Um, I mean, I spend a lot of nights like that, so I understand. Right. It's a common occurrence. I can't say this is something that anybody should be surprised about. So uh, what if this is speculation and just a question of how you would receive it? What if you found out in that the Luke Skywalker we saw disappear and from um, the uh, what was it? Uh, What was the planet he was on? Octo, I believe. Octo. What if we that Luke that disappeared was also a force projection? So what if he not only what if he force projected his force projection? Uh that would be a good way to retcon it. Uh, that would be a very clever way for somebody very clever to retcon things. And you had um, Grogu helping him. I mean, it'd be awesome. 
it would be awesome because um, that is again a lot of a lot of the the negative talk now coming out is like you guys spent all this time building up baby yoda grogu and we see him taken off by luke that knowing in just a couple of years he's gonna get killed by ben solo like why why so yeah i don't know dude, right. but they they need to uh they need to retcon dude they that would be heavy or, like nut shit yeah they need to retcon or get rid of the sequel trilogy altogether and you know what there there's reports coming in that um the sequel trilogy characters are going to be replaced with mandalorian characters at the at the theme parks at, at star wars galaxy's edge um i noticed that they had uh was it which was it a video game x-wing that they moved into the orlando Oh, dude, Galaxy's I have no edge. idea. Anyway, it was no with idea. the blue markings. It has the blue markings on it. Blue markings. Um, so blue squad. It was also so from the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, uh, actually, uh, it could have been the same. It was the same X-Wing they actually used in the filming of season one. The X-Wings that come in and you have Filoni and, uh, gosh, who was the, the director uh, gal? Um I don't remember what her name was. Anyway, it was him, Filoni, and, and her, along with... I don't remember what actor they had in the lead. It was their cameos in the show. And they came in and they blew up that station. Uh, right, right, right. In the episode, the original Bill Burr episode. Yeah, yeah. The Prisoner, I think it was called. Uh, exactly. Anyway, that was the same X-Wing that they used. Uh, they talk oh, okay. about it, I think, on the last gallery. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I might have missed it, but, you know, whatevs. Anyway, yeah. but that, then it was shipped everything. to Disneyland or Disney World after that, I think. Uh, uh, anyhow, but yeah, yeah, good, you're going to see Anyways. some replacement going on, I think, from the standard Jedi. They're going to really work on, I guess, expanding beyond the Star Wars galaxy, beyond Jedi and really shoot for other other characters. I mean, maybe that's uh, our idea. I, I think, well, I mean, there's a part of me that wonders if they're going to make room for the High Republic stuff that's coming very mm. soon and for the Mandalorian and maybe Ahsoka Tano, maybe throw Clone Wars stuff in there. Um, the I think Bad all, Batch is coming. Yeah, I think it all might be a push for Lucasfilms to ultimately uh, decanonize uh, the sequel trilogy, um, put it into Legends, and give um give everything the ending that it deserves let let the water settle and then do the whole all right fish it out of the bowl i mean it's um, going to be if it happens it's going to be huge it's it is going to be it's going to be a bombshell that upsets probably 25 to 50 percent of the fandom because legitimately there are people where the sequel trilogy is their introduction to star wars and mm -hmm. that's that's i understand that and i respect that you're taking that. away my ray and my you ruined my childhood no i no, could remember didn't. ray's name from the trilogies but i had to search for no offense to the uh the um john 
uh, Boyega, what's that his name? For the yeah, plays John Boyega. Finn. John Boyega, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's awesome, but it's like I had to search for Finn's name, and it's like, uh, that sucks. You never have to search for Han Solo. You never have to search for Chewbacca. And it's like, I. that's how, to me, even, even though I'm not a huge, you know me, I, it's not that I don't appreciate it, but I'm not a huge uh, um, Rogue One fan. And yeah, so Cassie you know, and Andor. I'm, uh, you know, I, I try not to hold it against you because I know. I other know than don't. the Mandalorian, Rogue One is probably the finest Star Wars thing um, in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. I'll, I will totally. I, well, I'm not no, gonna okay. I gotta, I, not. I can't, I can't qualify that because the Clone Wars falls into that time frame. So, I mean, it's Mandalorian, Clone Wars and and rogue one and of course as far as disney property values go that's at least in the top three easily in the top three um yeah and yeah, i'll I mean, give it to i'll give it right there i mean i'll put it there it, it but what i can say about it is cassie and andor i know exactly who he is i know exactly what he's from and there's no question about that and even like it or dislike it or man or not care about it you still know and recognize the character sure some people do some people do i do i just i i like i like the fact that they made it a war movie they made a war a star wars war movie it's war straight movie. up yeah straight up military action from start to finish which you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Star Trek sucks because there's not a lot of action and there's a lot of talking and diplomacy. But I mean, really, they're like the Wrath of Khan, for example, is pretty much an all out, just straight up fight from start to finish. And Big old chess, fuck fast. And a chess game and the whole nine yards. Yeah. You know, Star Trek is definitely more talky talky, but. I mean, don't don't stop and think for a minute that Star Wars is just action from start to finish because it's not, and not that it's bad. It works. It all works. Um, Diplomacy happens. Uh, sure. Yeah. Both trade sides. disputes and whatnot. And, yep. Doesn't matter know. which side of the which side of the the war you're on. Both sides have the same issues in within their own armies. How they control them can be drastically different, but yeah. they have the same issues arise. Yeah, I mean, anyway, this is a long way of saying, um, you know, uh, get rid of the sequel trilogy. Um, but hey, Boot going, it. I want to, I actually... But you, come wrong. on, you can't, you, hold on, hold on, I, hold you on. gotta admit... Hold oh, on, sorry. no, 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 dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just remembered something. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it was a Screen Rant article. Well, I'll give, give the shout out to the source, to the place I read this at. Um, apparently there's some new book out there or something where it, that's shedding some light on the original trilogy. And, uh, you know how in Empire Strikes Back, obviously Luke goes to Dagobah to train with Yoda. Um, See, yes. Yeah. So See, I'm... In, a, in looking at the, the way the movie flows, you would think Luke was only there for a couple of days, right? Well, apparently, I always thought he was there for months, personally, but that's my head not... Sure. Well, apparently it was clarified that he was actually there for exactly, like, one month. Like, 30 okay. days. So, um, you know, obviously... Oh, and for so this... they cleared that up. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, 
I'm just the they they say the way it's presented in the movie, you'd think it's a couple days from when he leaves Hoth to when he goes to Cloud City, but apparently it's a month. And so maybe um you know, maybe maybe it took the Falcon a long time to get to Cloud City, and that's where the discrepancy in the time comes in, or maybe they hit out in the asteroid belt for a couple of weeks before they had the Falcon repaired enough to try to escape. I mean, who knows? Um, like, it gives them, though, it gives them a time period to play with. You can be like, yeah, yeah. No, no, we just, before the movie, we used one major event in the, well, you know, the 30-day journey that it took to get there. And so you could actually, at that point in time, add in a huge amount of, it's sort of like your time machine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I just I thought that was interesting because yeah, if you if you take the movie at complete face value, like I said, it's like it seems like it's like two or three days tops, you know, maybe a week, maybe a week, and you're like, man, you know, like Luke's awful cocky for a week, but you know, whatever. But you know, thirty days of probably pretty intense training, um, crash course in being a Jedi, whatever. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Go. uh Go go back to your go back to what you were gonna say. Well, oh well, I was just thinking. Um, as far as it goes, we have. I you know I have been searching for a way that I could potentially just retcon the movies like quick, dirty, simple, easy, cut and dry, so it, you can move on past them and not have to mess with them, and that still saves what they could what we kind of got and at the same time leaves everything intact so you don't it's just it's it's a little bit cleaner if you can find that good story that really moves it is moving and i haven't been able to fucking find anything for the longest time and then yeah that one hit me all of a sudden i'm like well what if he just fucking force was force projecting himself to octu and then that just kind of he didn't have enough strength back where he and Grogu were hiding out to maintain the projection anymore. Except that he goes back again, and that's the Force Ghost everything where you see him again. But it's, he's tired at that point in time. Yeah, well, I mean, it solves a little bit of the last Jedi problem. What it doesn't solve is the Rise of Skywalker problem. <sighs> Truth. I yeah. know. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's I I think I think they're just gonna have to throw it out. I think they're gonna have to throw it out. To me, it seems like the right thing to do, and I think As, if you if you throw yeah. it out, you replace it with something that's clearly better, and people will get over it rather quickly. Especially if they just throw it out and then give us something better than what make than building it up and making us wait. I mean, I I'm so tired of that game. It's like. Make the clean cut and then be like, well, here's what we're replacing with. with and, you know, even if it's bad, it's going to be better than what you got. <laughs> I mean, probably. Probably. I, oh, please, God. You know, they, they can do a lot with, you know, whether it's recasting or however they want to do it. But they could throw out that trilogy and replace it with another one. 
and you know have some of these visionary directors like Taika Waititi or and who does have a Star Wars trilogy in the works by the way mm. or Favreau or Filoni or any one of these people who are not only amazing filmmakers but appear to be amazing fans of Star Wars Bryce Dallas Howard comes to mind where you mm-hmm. you make this you make a cohesive story um with the recast people and you go for it you just go for it i you mean just stick and, it in, you and, just stick it in the hole and you wiggle it around and hope something good comes out and you can't i mean agree with me or disagree with me on the idea of throwing out the the sequel trilogy and making a new one don't mm-hmm. pretend like the entire world wouldn't get up off of their asses and go to a theater and see them the entire world would go to a theater and see them. I got to admit that there is one time that I would, I, I, yeah, I would, I'd like to go to the drive-in though. I found, I have a new appreci- appreciation for that. Like, I, I mean, my, in a COVID world, I get it, but I mean, no, the, no, the, my car has a Bose, a Bose stereo system in it. Oh, that works too. That works too. But I mean, I, to me, I like, we have a, we have a, a theater uh, complex attached. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in an AMC, uh, and they the screen is called the Big D, and it's um, maybe not the <laughs> best choice of names, but I mean it is whatever. <laughs> so it's a massive IMAX type I screen. I love it. Yeah, yeah, massive IMAX type screen. You know, Dolby Atmos, uh, Dolby Vision picture. Like it's incredible. It's it's uh it's the way to watch a movie. Like you go if. If it's a big release like Avengers Endgame, you go. That's the theater you go to to watch these big releases. The, I'll show the, you something incredible. The other way I would like, like, um, oh, what is it called? What is it? They're not very common, but they have these 4D theaters where like your your seat moves as you're watching the film, and oh, like, damn. and they they pump smells and. Um, I've heard about that. That's yeah, starting it's, it's to gain like 4D. popularity. It's like, it's like yeah. 4D. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think COVID slowed its uh, slowed its uh, proliferation. Um, another the way I would like to cinema see, kind of shit. Is yeah, there's only like up. three or four of them in the in the country. There's not very many of them. Um, the other way I'd like to see it is they do this thing with the ra- wraparound screen now. So instead of just having the screen in front of you, it curves to the sides of the theater. And so like you're getting more like you have movie, not like, <coughs> you know, not like uh, say if it was Spider-Man, you wouldn't have mm-hmm. Spider-Man in your peripheral. But if he's swinging through buildings, you would have the buildings, uh, more of the buildings in your peripheral instead of just what he's swinging at to into on the on the screen in front of you. Like. You would actually Absolutely. see the buildings go by in the peripheral you know, as, as he's swinging. And, and I can – I oddly enough, this is at-home IMAX. The VR headset that I, that, I, that I got for Christmas, actually, when you watch just TV, you can watch just TV on it, right? Oh, right on, right on. And it's like a big IMAX curved screen it's and that's what that's what you're like looking at cool i'm i mean i'm down with it i um i'm not that's actually uh, a really cool part that i don't have to worry about the whole motion sickness part of it because i'm old my kids can play it for fucking ever and i'm like 
15 minutes and I'm I'm like holding on to things going you like watch the our Twitch channel has me playing Squadrons VR and I'll talk about that in a bit but oh god man like by the end I was huffing man I was sucks in some air just trying to keep everything from fucking spinning yeah i mean i i know it's it would be expensive but i would love for them to come up with a way to um better replicate the theater experience in the home um but i mean other than spending a couple thousand bucks on like a giant dolby vision capable television and you know a thousand bucks on a good atmos surround sound system and then um you know, you're still never going to get it. And I, I don't think the projectors are quite there yet. You know, you can get an at-home projector and project it on your wall. I don't I don't think they're quite there yet. I know they're getting there. Um, they're actually pretty good. I know I've seen some that can do the 4K. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they do it really nicely. Uh, but but you, you, with those, you have I think you, you really have to have a, a good screen. Yeah. Um, for the good screen or uh, just a flat white wall not can't have any um sheen to it if the minute you get any kind of sheen it really fucks things up but you have a yeah 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 it would be be reflecting the picture at that point yeah 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 i can see that so you need a good matte a matte white m-a-t-t-e yeah matte 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 that's right matte matte Oh, anyway, we dream big, man. We speak fancy. We dream (laughs) big. I mean, but hey, dude, we we saw cell phones go from the giant brick uh, that Zach Morris had on Saved by the Bell to to these wonderful iPhones that we can play play better games on than we could play on our our home systems when we were kids. So, you know, we're we're hopeful for technology. Did you ever play XCOM? It's not it's not my cup of tea. I enjoyed it, but um, I thought I could get into it because there's other games. Um, what is Final it, Fantasy uh, Tactics is one. Wasteland, kind of... um, Desperado, yeah. I think, are are two other games in that in that vein. Um, it's not my favorite genre. Um, if if they're if they're sh- I like the tactical aspects, but when it comes to like, hey, you need to pull the trigger on something. I wanna I wanna be the homeboy pulling the trigger. Um, <laughs> right just not moving the guys and then telling him to shoot and then next thing you know he's like how did you miss that shot you had a 95 percent hit you know right and it's like you still fucking five percent and you miss that shit dude uh, you, know? you know i mean what are you gonna say what are you gonna say i'm sure i'm sure there's some uh fucking d20 X-Con. type rules thrown in there and you know you yeah rolled a, you rolled a double one or whatever <laughs> double zero whatever is the lowest you can roll i got skills with that too yeah best believe it oh all right well i mean here we are in 2021 um yeah we'll see see if this year goes crazy on us or not or if uh or if things will start to get back to the to the way uh the way we like it started and whatever whatever however it's gonna go it has started yeah there's no stop shit has been broughted no stopping and you, but you know what there's so much good to look forward to in 2021 um i mean we've got some exciting couple of months coming up with uh with show releases oh on, dude it's uh, gonna be fun right yeah on disney plus and movie releases on disney plus and hbo max so i mean hey 
we're in for a good time, and these uh, slower, shorter episodes are will not last long. There's this one and one more, and then I think we have WandaVision. So, I mean, bring it on. Bring it on. But, uh, right. Yeah. So, what do we, uh, I know we don't have much for tonight, but we're going to make it fun no matter what. Uh, what are we doing first, man? Well, I was thinking we can get, get our episode of Who Am I? Oh, God. Our game show shit. Okay. Wait, it's my turn, isn't it? You're, qu- you're quizzing me. I'm quizzing you. Are you gonna give me another uh, bullshit buildup and then you know drop a? You got it. You got this one. I got you this one. Got okay. this one. Son of a bitch. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm you're gonna get it on the first first. Stop question. it with the bullshit buildup, man! <laughs> Come on, <laughs> fucking hell! Couldn't help myself. I had to do it. All right, all right, all right. It's well, ha- make this easy. It's a female actress. A female actress. Okay. You know, I um, I was looking at doing a female actress for years the last time, but then I was mm-hmm. having a hard time getting creative with the, with the questions to where I felt like, I felt like every, everyone would have, was an instant giveaway. So yeah, I, I kind of feel like I, that I, right now. I had to shelve my female actress, um, until I could get a little more creative. All right. Okay. Well, what do you got? What do you got? For <laughs> well, we're gonna. This is like the first one's gonna be be a give me. All right. This is like this is a gimme. Okay. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Marilyn Monroe. Happy. Yes. See, I told you, give me. Wow. Okay. So, so your your pattern seems to be people who uh, died before we were born. <laughs> Uh, I'm, well, I'm no, starting we... there. I'm starting there. <laughs> you're 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 in the way 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 back machine with that one. But yeah, no, Marilyn Monroe. She was uh, a unique individual. A uh, lot of tragedy, unfortunately, around her life. Um, but a wonderful actress. Um, Amazing, right? One and of really my one of my favorite movies. The... Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, oh, I apologize. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say she she's in one of my favorite movies with uh, Robert Mitchum called The River of No Return. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. That. that yeah. She, great movie. That I I have not seen that one. Personally. Oh, it's wonderful, so. dude. Actually, you would like it because they filmed um, they filmed a lot of it, if not all of it. I think on the Salmon River in Idaho. Oh, okay. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna fact check myself. I'm all right. Fact you fact check, check yourself because it might even be, it might even have been the snake. But um, let me. Oh, that'd be that. Yeah, check that out. Um, some of the some things about her, obviously, Norma Jean Mortensen was her was her uh, non screen name. <laughs> um, really uh, famous for the blonde bombshell kind of look, but also really cemented the whole the sad part about that that dumb blonde kind of aspect was what the cinema really made a name. For her character's ass, which she fought against, obviously, um, and yeah, bar- they have it in here as a bar- what barbiturate death. But wasn't she found her body found at the bottom of a cliff? Uh, I don't or know. Is that I might, just? Uh, I might have to fact check that too. Um. But yes, so the the River of No Return was a lot of it was filmed in Banff, 
uh, in the Jasper National or in Banff. So I think that's Canada, right? Jasper National Parks, Lake Louise in Alberta, and the Salmon River in Idaho, where oh, the story damn. the story actually takes place on the Salmon River in Idaho. So okay. Yeah, no, it's a that's a the river of no return was a movie I watched quite a lot of um, when I was a kid. Uh, Her and Robert Mitchum, wonderful movie. And somebody played the kid. There was a kid in the movie, and I can't remember who played him, and I apologize. But, um, anyways, yeah. Um, so now we need to look up where did they find Marilyn Monroe's body? Is that um, the... yeah right? Her housekeeper. Enos, 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 Murray, <laughs> E-U-N-I-C-E. I'm going to go with Enos. Anyway, uh, was staying overnight at the home in the evening of August 4th, 1962. Murray awoke at 3 a.m. on August 5th and sensed that something was wrong. She saw light from under Monroe's bedroom door, but was unable to get a response and found the door locked. Murray then called Monroe's psychiatrist, Dr. Ralph Greenson, who arrived at the house shortly after and broke into the bedroom through a window to find Monroe dead in her bed. So, no, she wasn't. Who was yeah, I thinking? No, was it, every, who was everything, I thinking? Everything here says they found her body at yeah. uh, her home at 12305 Fifth Helena Drive in Los Angeles. Right. Maybe I'm thinking of a movie. She was maybe, in. maybe, maybe. I mean, oh, there's her, so many things. Yeah, her. Um, I know there was always there's suspected. A lot, apparently, foul there's a play. lot of. Apparently, there's a. Well, yeah, like she was forced into an OD. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of pictures, um, and they're not flattering. But you know, no need to go into that. That was. Yeah, that was yeah, a different day and there's age. There's a big. When, there's a big conspiracy theory around her death. Right. Huge, 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 huge. But, but, yeah, and again, blonde bombshell. And as if, I mean, we all are pretty probably familiar. She wasn't even a blonde. So, yeah, tragic life. But what, what a, I mean, amazing collection that she left behind for people to enjoy her work uh yeah uh, no a very very prolific actress um i mean one you could probably say the one of the first of her kind you know i there she definitely mm -hmm. if if she wasn't the mold she definitely created a new one um she she definitely pushed a huge amount of lines with the in the aspects of sexuality and women and all those kind of things and really changed cinema and even i mean general the general society's acceptance of as women and sexuality and and the whole sexual freedom all that kind of stuff i mean it really i if i if i remember correctly it really started kind of with Marilyn Monroe there were other places obviously but she was one of the very first symbols you know yeah yeah and uh first uh playboy playmate right yeah first yeah. at least the first uh she was on the cover yeah. of the first playboy i know that yeah. much uh man she it looks like she made her first movie 
1948. Wow. Yeah, she was and, born in like 1926, and and like yeah. even her like her childhood was like man, it was effed up, tragic childhood. It's heartbreak, and I mean, I, sadly, I don't think it was abnormal for females in that age in that time to go through what she experienced probably not but uh yeah she's a legend and also a a a tragic figure um yeah you know candle in the wind before it was rewritten for Mm. princess die uh the great elton john song was about her originally um yeah no she's an absolute one trillion percent legend and uh yeah, man. Like, yeah, you you gave me a you you yeah you pitched me a complete softball there. I I I I really felt that was a gimme, but you know, I thought at the same time you might be like, ah, uh, I don't know, is it merit? But I, I did well, say it was so act. to me, it was so obvious that I was like, is maybe it's else? not, maybe it's not, right? you know. That was my was only trying, hope, but I was trying to think because I know that has been spoofed a billion times, and so I was trying to think of another female off the top of my head that uh, that would have spoofed that. The only one that really comes spoofed that of that that comes to mind, really that I can think of like instantly is uh, Wayne Campbell. As in, uh, as in Wayne's World, Wayne Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the yeah, one. Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. See, and for whatever reason in my head, I thought that Chris Farley had spoofed it at one time, too. He probably did. Yeah. Would, it, it would be hard not to see it. I can see him doing it, but I, you know, maybe that's just me and picturing him in the Chip and Dale get up singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Licking my fingers. Yeah. yeah. That's some chicken I like to eat right there. All right. Well, okay. So there we have it. Um, That's kind of I will. Um, I will work on my females' questions and uh, come at you here in the next episode. Right. I, I can't wait. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited. I. I deserve anything you actually throw at me. I. I really do. Oh, you. You. You think I should go from from soft from slow pitches to maybe no little, i'm hoping that over, you don't a little bit overhand a little bit over you know i don't want you to but okay. am well, i gonna I say mean, do i deserve it after after you know what i kind of did to you the other week with with andy i you know i'm not gonna say that it's not deserving you were really nice last week so i i appreciate that and you were really nice and i still had a fucking hard time with it well sadly. yeah but i mean i also i mean i'm just I did, I'm, I'm not throwing the soft i'm not throwing the the easier clues until typically it's about the third i mean unless you really know the person usually my um usually my my first two questions aren't going to be they're going to be maybe like fun little factoids or little bits of trivia like that. If you really know the actor, you would figure out. And if you didn't, well, they would they would sell right by you. I thought you would get it on the third one because uh, I figured you would have been a huge Gross Point Blank fan with uh, with how awesome that soundtrack was and just how amazing the movie is. I thought you'd have dug that movie. It's, uh... it's It seemed like a movie that was right up your alley that you would have watched a billion <laughs> times. 
it, it I can't say it's it's not I, but I'm so bad when it comes to movies and everything it's I I've seen a lot of movies but I I watch them and then come back to them and I'm like oh dude I just realized so and so's in this movie and you're and and people are like how did you not know that and it's yeah cause... yeah I mean here you you remember important stuff I am a repository of useless information like I don't I, know if I, I remember rem- important stuff yeah you remember okay you remember <laughs> stuff. I do. I remember stuff. Things and stuff and stuff and things. Stuff and (sighs) things. All right. I'll I'll show you some stuff and things. Okay. Well, hey, so. Games. um, What have you been playing, man? Yeah. I want to. Before, because you you did bring up squadrons. um, Yeah. But I'll I'll let you launch into that later. I want to just wrap real brief on on a couple of pickups that I made. well, first of all, I, I finished my uh, story playthrough, at any rate, of Cyberpunk. Um, they are improving the game, and it's it's done nothing but behave well for the most part on my Series X. Um, there are something along the lines of, like, seven endings, and there's... Um, there's like a point of no return where you can basically pick which ending you want to get, but some endings may or may not be closed off to you depending on choices you made. And if you completed certain storylines, um, but the, the ending I got, I was very satisfied with, and there is no like good in quotation marks ending or bad quotation marks in, in ending. There's just an ending. Um, but, uh, the ending I got involved a lot of the the cooler characters that I had had made acquaintances with over the course of the game, and I was very happy I got that ending. So, um, you know, I will uh, <coughs> I will investigate other endings or just start a new playthrough and see where uh, see where it goes from there. Uh, I also. Uh, because it was on sale mostly, picked up the new Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops Cold War. And I have to say, in spite of hearing a lot of negatives, I am really enjoying it. The multiplayer is solid. It's not the prettiest looking multiplayer, but that's fine. Multiplayer is solid. Campaign is solid. Zombies is incredible. And I, Zombies is my favorite thing about Call of Duty. Um, since its inception in World at War, how many years ago now? More than ten? I don't even remember, dude. I was uh, ten I or was eleven living, years ago. Yeah, Ham at that point in time would have been uh, at least eleven years ago. Uh, I was in Mount Vernon at the time. I know that. Uh-huh. I was in Mount Vernon, so um, yeah, no, I, yeah, very happy I, with I, it. Yeah. It was a while ago, so... And zombie, but, you know, I think a lot of people can say that about COD, is that the, one of the best parts about it is the zombies. Well, Always they, has so, been my key for me. So they, they, they evolved it, um, but they evolved it in the right direction. So the map is the original map. It's Noct Durantoten, only expanded. So you start off in the yard in front of the of the building so the in the original zombies map you started off in the building and you had a couple of rooms you could open and an upstairs you could retreat to 
So now, mm-hmm. but this is like in the 80s. And so the building is really fallen into disrepair and really fallen into ruin. But they expanded it to add an, unker, an underground bunker complex and a teleporter machine you could activate and all sorts of hidden stuff and a hidden wonder weapon you could unlock. Um, they also made it to where you can not only pack a punch your gun, you can pack a punch your gun three times. So you can get like gargantuan amounts of extra damage out of it. Um, especially the ray gun, which is very hard to get out of the box. It's a very rare drop, but it's there. But it's there. And then there's a, a hidden wonder weapon that has four different, uh, well, five, actually, I think five different elements that you can, if you do certain steps and puzzles, you can unlock different ammo for it. Um, but you can't pack a punch that, but you can pack a punch the ring. But you can also, when you kill zombies, they drop components and they have a common and a rare, and then you can upgrade your gun's damage even further with those, um, or buy body armor to help protect it, like it mitigates some of the damage. Like you get hit by a zombie and you have armor. Some of the damage goes to your health and some of it goes to the armor, but then the armor slowly chips away until it's gone but you can pay to repair it and then there's three tiers of armor um it's very in depth you can get chopper gunners in zombies dude you can get sentry guns now you can get cruise missiles it's sweet it's really cool i'm excited to see where they go with it it's awesome it's awesome dude that sounds fucking that does that sounds badass it sounds like they actually put some really fucking good thought into this shit yeah it's dope it's real dope um, Last time they did an '80s one was the the what I don't remember which game it was. Uh, oh, but you were uh, in that arcade or theme, the park, theme park or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Infinite Warfare. Um, yeah, and you could summon <laughs> you could summon David Hasselhoff. Exactly. Yes. With you. Yeah, and the Knight Rider music <laughs> played. Oh, I loved it, dude. I loved it. They did another map in that game where uh, featuring Kevin Smith. And you could get you could get Kevin to come and fight with you. Oh damn! Yeah, that was, I never that... did. I found him. I found him. And that fucking uh, game, dude. And he makes a reference to Jay getting killed in the initial zombie attack. It's kind of fun. Actually, uh, Kevin, I, I when I found Kevin, I took a, a picture of it and tweeted it at him, and he liked it and retweeted it. Um, so that was one of my uh, one of my prouder moments on this earth. <laughs> that's a that's a good moment. Years before he hugged me, even. See, he remembered your tweet. He did. He did. I should have brought it up, but I didn't. He show. He totally. He did, dude. He knew anyway. Yeah, he, he knew. just knew deep. You down. guys like made eye contact, and it's like you had that moment where it's like you didn't have to speak. You just all of your intimate details were passed among brainwaves. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was awesome. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, I got I got lost there. Um, right? Yeah, sorry, it was like it was a hypnoti- it was a hypnotizing moment. It, you were back and you were back making I was, I drifted in the back. moment. I drifted back. Um, but then <laughs> also beautiful. on your recommendation, mm-hmm. I snagged the Mafia Trilogy Definitive Editions because um, I'd never played those games before. And you mm-hmm. you would hype them up to me. I it might have even been on an episode, or it might have just been in a in a normal conversation. I can't remember. Um, both, probably very, both. Uh, very early into a playthrough of Mafia One, I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, it's beautiful. This definitive edition is, has really, really been upgrade updated. Um, the city is amazing. Um, the, 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 the graphical features of the character models are all amazing. Uh, the cars look amazing. My only beef is I think the voice acting needs work. The voice acting could be better, but I beyond, think they used the same voice acting. So uh, I'm sure they did. pretty dated. I'm sure they did. They had to. Because I mean, you're gonna you're gonna recast and revoice act a complete game. I mean, it's not what I would consider to be reasonable, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, liking what I'm seeing so far, can't wait to play through the whole trilogy, and uh, have hopefully we'll be glad at the end of that to to have those three games in my library. Um, they are definitely. I, I I have played through the first two completely i've started the third one multiple times but with little kids it's <clears throat> don't play it around little kids especially the ones when they're sponge age and um learning to speak or can repeat words because it's it's made the time period is i uh, 60s 70s and it is very much period a period accuracy piece. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I, I know where you're going with that. So, so, yeah, they're, they're, and they, they made the it way, that way. Didn't... They're speaking the way they would have spoken. Yeah. And time. they did yeah. that and in, they intended it and not just, yeah, it's like everything is down to from speaking to action to everything in that game is, it, you know, a period accurate. So not something for kids that don't understand the difficult history we've gone through. Um, so, but the first two, um, I think what I always was left with at the end of the end of each game was not was not. I don't want to say happy feelings. I was left with that was a hell of a story a bit of storytelling that was that was a that was wow that was yeah, fucking well, i mean it, it's not punching the face good it's not necessarily always i think a game's business or responsibility to give you a happy ending in the same way movies don't always give you a happy ending um cuz guess what most of the time real life doesn't give you a happy ending so um I appreciate those turns in video games. Like, uh, you know, this L is a series that gives you that kind L of. Yeah, L.A. Noir is another oh, yeah. great game that does the same sort of thing. Um, that is a heavy game, dude. That is a very heavy game. Um, Fuck. Yeah, incredibly heavy game. Between you know the the investigative side of it, where you're seeing some pretty gory murder scenes or gory arson scenes and just, you know, the personal descent of Cole into, you know, whatever he descended into or out of or both. I don't, it's just, it's a journey, you know, and yeah. you know, Grand Theft Auto is another example, which I mean, Mafia is kind of in the, the same vein as Grand Theft Auto. It's very similar. Um, yeah. It's like a moth. It's like a, a, a old for older version or old timey. For, but you go through decades because this first game is going to go through, I want to say, 30s and 40s. And then you go through. Yeah, it's uh, 30. 
like you flash back when you start it's 38 when you sit down to in the you meet that irish cop in the uh in the cafe mm-hmm. and then and then you flash back to 30 and then it jumps to i think i'm in 32 right now i think i'm in okay. 1932 right now okay yeah and so you go through that and i want to say the second one's like 50s ish um it takes place 40s 50s ish maybe beginning of the 60s and then the third one's 60s 70s and you do eventually find out find out how they're all strung together they give you that but yeah i'll let you find that out and figure that out but it's cool looking forward to it's it. a compelling story that that goes through at least the first two if not i think i believe the protagonist in the second game comes back as uh prote it comes back in the third game and you i think you work with the main protagonist of the third game oh well i mean i'll let you know when i get there um i'm sure that'll take a while but i'll let you know when i get there yeah definitely because so, i'm squadrons. curious about the third game squadron oh. VR, go for it what do you got i want a fucking flight stick for it so bad and i want to figure out how not to get motion sick with the damn thing because i would love to sit and play that like i, I would love to sit and play it all day if um, i could not get sick playing that i would I'm, honestly I'm wondering if there's settings you can adjust to help with motion sickness like motion blur maybe or even frame rates like could you turn the frame rates down a little bit I have no clue. I can, I can look it up and to see if I can't find some hints or hacks or, you name it. Because, oh my God, it is so fucking cool. Because it's you're in the cockpit. You see your arms, and at this, mind you, VR, it's all in three D. So, and when you're in the cockpit, say of the Tie Fighter. It's it's what visually you could see if you were sitting in a damn cockpit of a TIE fighter. You look up and you can see the hatch up and it's got a couple windows. You can look behind you and there, you know, it's you can look down and you see the floor, you see your lap. Um, you So it's all accurate that way. Like the X-Wing... I, I got to that and before I finally had to just part of the reason I think I also got so sick was I was in the X-Wing, right? Yeah. And I was looking all the fuck over the place. I was like, yeah, probably uh, you probably I was need looking, to, uh, you probably need to fix your eyes on something, on something y- forward. Maybe. Oh, like dude, a, I would like not doubt it. Sickness sort of like, what yeah. What do they say to what do they say to help prevent car sickness is like you pick a focal point and just kind of stare at it. Right. So but that's it's usually same kind when of you're thing. the passenger, not when you're the driver. If you're getting car sick right. as the driver, you need to pull the fuck over. But seriously, dude. And then so I was like, but a part of it was also and you're flying. I mean, so you're watching the stars go and I was turning completely around. So I'm like, would be would have it was like you're riding backwards in the cockpit of this fucking X-Wing. And so, you know, if you if you had a girl, you could mount up in there um, and look at your fucking R2 unit watching you. Cool. It, I mean, it, I'm down with the concept for sure. 
Um, it was so cool. And so, the, but again, this is where the next gen stuff, they're, they're working on that whole, uh, what is it that you want? Oh, like full haptic feedback. Yeah, the haptic feedback. They actually are included, like the the headset, the controllers are having haptic feedback. I I want to say they're. I don't. I've seen haptic feedback vests now, but those I want to say they were they were third party. Yeah, probably, and they're probably pretty expensive. But it was cool, dude. You, like it, they were cool, and I thought, oh, dude, if we had that. Or I just need somebody to build me like a gyro, like, you know, or one of one of those gyro chairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So gyro, that gyro way, I actually chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I actually, rather than not moving, then I actually move. So visually, I get what I what I want, and and then I but I actually move, so I don't get sick. I just put it in the middle mean, of my living room. Sounds expensive to me. I don't but, think anybody uh, will notice it. Sounds like fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, God, hoping, wouldn't that be amazing? I'm hoping Xbox decides at some point to do something in the VR realm. I know that they've been working on this thing. I think it's called HoloLens, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I, I want? Know. What do you want? I want a fucking kind of a VR headset, right? And that is a VR that, but it connects to a drone, like an actual honest to God drone. Oh, you and, dude, they have that. They totally and, have that. No, hold on. But I also want it to be attached to a cockpit, right? That is more like, so it puts you in kind of like an actual flight cockpit for a drone. And you're, they have, so you got the drone, you're in a cockpit. So, and then I want to have like these cockpits uh, lined up and then drone races, dude. Like hardcore drone races, augmented reality kind of drone races or something like that, where, where you're not actually there, but you're experiencing it. And the drones are flown not by remote control, but by, you know, maneuvering through like the cockpit, like I don't know, like you become sitting on the drone. I don't know, you name it. I'm sure some people will have like that. Some people will have, you know. So you would want joysticks. like say like a flight simulator pod that actually is controlling a drone. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, I think I think it would not surprise me if something like that exists. In some probably like in the military, they're probably working on stuff like that. Yeah, but I want a drone racing league like that. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is I think that's not as far off as you as you feel it is. They dump um, that kind of money into fucking NASCARs, and I'm not saying that's dumb. I'm I'm off. You know, I'm all for that shit. Otherwise, why would I want to race drones if I wasn't into you know the idea of concept of racing? So, but I'm saying. If you drop that kind of money into like a cockpit and a drone racing drone setup, you could get some serious fucking badass shit going on. Yeah, I mean, here, I, as far as I know, the Boner only would. thing holding that sort of a thing up is one, probably cost prohibitive technology, but two, and this is not something I don't think is common knowledge, um, 
there are it's up to the states it's up to each individual state to legalize commercial use of drones within their airspace so like my state i live in pennsylvania now that it's 2021 one of the new laws that's going to come on the books is they are going to permit the use of drones in delivery of packages from amazon and other whatever other places do delivery like that um that's a brand new thing that comes into effect this year. Um, so I think once um, probably the cost prohibitive nature of that goes down and the states start lifting those restrictions, I bet within 10 years, dude, the drone racing league will be a thing. Well, even if you had like, okay, so isn't it like a mile? Like you, you're, you own airspace. Is it up to how far is it above your house? Do you remember? Do you oh, dude, I have no idea. But all I know is A10 warthogs buzz through my my airspace all the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you, dude. Not even kidding you. At least like, once this is not yours anymore, sucker. At least, and it, dude, if it's an A10 warthog, they can have my fucking airspace because those planes are <laughs> badass. But I'm not even kidding you, dude. How many, once a week, if I'm home during the day, I'll be sitting on my couch playing Xbox, watching a movie, doing whatever. And you'll hear them long before you can see them. And then I know, I know exactly what their flight path is. I can go out front and look and watch one A-10 come swooping over, not even, not even, we're going to say at most a thousand feet off the ground, but probably mm -hmm. way less than that because they look huge. And then 30 seconds later, A-10-2 comes whooping in right behind it. I see it all the time because well, the Pennsylvania yeah, you... Turnpike runs by my house and I think they, uh, I think they practice uh ground targeting on cars and trucks moving on the turnpike so they're simulating attack runs basically <laughs> comfortable um no dude but, i'm fine right with it i mean it's no, not I'm like just, it's not like it's they're not dumping, like they, it's not yeah, like they're dumping 30 mil rounds out from that from that no, uh, gauze no. cannon in their nose it'd be cool though to hear that thing <laughs> and then watch it, it'd be cool until turnpike. it fucking hits you <laughs> Um, no, but I was actually thinking now nah, that shit, I used, I don't have that actually happen here. Like we did when I was, uh, over Mount Vernon, Mount Vernon. Yeah. I, you could guarantee you were getting, you, you'd hear that at least a couple times a day, but yeah, well, I mean, with the Island Naval Air Station's right there, right? If those uh, guys aren't deployed, they're flying, they're flying all over the place and it's not always over the right. ocean. Nope. Nope, exactly. And so it's, yeah, they, you just get used to it from there. But uh, this little bit more up here in Wooly, dude, there's not, there ain't a whole lot that musses us other than the train every now and then. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of more a nuance or, you know, one of those things that say, hey, baby, let's set the mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then well, my wife hits me. I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate uh, about hearing about uh, squadrons in VR, dude. I really do. Because, um, you know, I, I play it just normally on, uh, you know, my TV with my stick. And I've got my little uh, gaming chair because the cable, the USB cable for the stick is so short. Mm -hmm. um, I love the game. Man, I want to see it expand. I want to see it be bigger and badder. Um, but since we're, we're talking fun. Star Wars real quick. Yeah. Um, and let's let's go ahead and close with this because I, I've been doing some thinking. Um, I think we need to set a goal 
for this here uh, podcast. And the goal I would like us to set is to get somebody in the Star Wars universe, be it an actor or writer, uh, producer, uh, prop designer, anybody from the Star Wars universe to uh, to agree to come on for, you know, five, ten minute interview um, here on the House of MTVG. That that's like my uh, that's just my goal. And that's your goal. Uh, it's, you know, it's not a bad goal. God, I think it's I think it's in, I think it's more attainable than we think. Um, not saying easy, but I think it's attainable. Uh, and so I, I kind of have a little, uh, wish list, you know, obviously, um, you know, Lucas would be right at the top of that list, but I don't think he does. I don't think he does very many interviews. Um, I don't think so either. I think, I think he's a very private person from, from the few stories I've heard, um, from people interviewing or running into him. It seems like he's very quiet and reserved, um, but you know, Favreau and Filoni are obviously on that list. Um, mm-hmm. Mark, I think Hamill would be my dream if I if I could if I could mm-hmm. uh, genie's lamp like one person. It would it would definitely be Hamill, um, and he he's fairly Active. interactive with with yeah. his fans on Twitter. You'll see him throwing likes out and commenting, and like people say, "Hey, can you tell this person happy birthday?" And he'll do it. Um, you know, um, our homegirl Gina, she, same way. She's very active with her fan base. Uh, Carl Weathers doesn't say much, but when he, uh, when he talks, he talks, um, that, but that seems to be Carl Weathers too. It's like that voice of his. Yeah. Well, he's the man. I mean, this is bottom line. He's the man. And I don't know if you noticed or not. It's hard to tell Mm. with the get ups he's wearing on these shows, that dude is still ripped. He's he is jacked, huh? still jacked. Like, yeah, Apollo I, think I can Creed, see that. Like, you watch Apollo Creed, you know, in those movies. Like, he was stacked. I mean, he was a. I think he was a running back in the NFL. I think he was a running back at UFC or UFC USC. Um, and then, yeah, played pro football and then became an actor. Um, yeah, dude is still jacked. Still jacked. His arms are massive. That dude is still in amazing shape. Uh, but anyways. Um, I'm going to be like I, Sylvester when I get old. I'm going to do the HGH. Start, man. I was about to say start now, <laughs> dude. Start now because you, you you got some catching up to do. Cause oh, <laughs> man. I, I, dude, he, I've, got, I've lost so much ground. Yeah, well, so I have I. used to be in shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, between my injuries and my surgeries and just general age – like I'm not doing bad for myself. I'm still in pretty good shape, but man, I mean, I would I uh, what I used to be. I would love to have a a crack at a a 25 year old body again. Um, I would yeah, use but, the fuck out of it, but I oh, feel yeah, like that's we the used thing the fuck too. Out of ours already. Yeah, that's the thing. Is is I they would give me a 25 year old body, and then in, you know a year later it would be like a 35 year old body because I'd be like, look <laughs> at all that stupid shit I can do, and. Ah. I yeah. Can do this again? Yeah. No. It what do you would. Mean uh, I was gonna get myself killed. My wisdom would revert. Um, but yeah, no. I would. I would like us to try <laughs> to score an interview. And, Let's do it. Uh, Let's do it. I. I mean. I think you know. Honestly, I think Mark Hamill. 
like he is my dream, but I think he he's going to be a tough nut to crack. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards with Gina being as interactive as she is, and maybe with with between the two of us and of course the help of our listeners, possibly we could um, we could maybe uh, score that interview. So that's uh, that's my goal. Um, that's uh, I don't think is, it's a bad goal. Yeah, I mean, what what about you? I mean, is there? I mean, we obviously we shared some of the same names, but is there uh, is there some a route interview wise that you would like to? I mean, I would like to talk to everybody. I mean, everybody and anybody involved in anything Star Wars, I would love to chat with. Um, I have been putting ever since you mentioned this, I've been putting a lot of thought into it um, because <clears throat> there are a lot of great names, and I am all about landing one of them. And I feel like we definitely need to do that for our listeners and for us. Um, we've earned it, damn it. Yeah, yeah, we've we've put in the time. We've earned it. We've earned yeah, it. We've been totally. right enough times with absolutely zero actual input from any of these people that I, I feel like we've we've at least earned our our level one. Um, so. With that being said, I I I am so torn with the idea that part of me wants to pick a person and hit it hard and part of me wants to hit a person, pick it hard and then hit it with everybody else too. Maybe yeah. not as hard, not as targeted, not as like you know ever regular, but still like put the feelers out to as many sources as possible to see if we can't find one who will talk to us. Because, I mean, not that why wouldn't they want to talk to us? You have such a pretty voice. I mean, like say with the example of obviously you know let's let's put aside Hamill, who I would just fanboy out on and. Favreau and Filoni, I would fanboy out on. Pedro, I'd fanboy out on. Like, dude, Gina, honestly, I would fanboy out for multiple reasons. Because one, like, she's a legendary pioneer in women's mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. Like, I watched her fight for the first time on the undercard of, um, oh god, who it was Frank Shamrock and one of the Gracies. I pay per viewed it. And it was it was a neat event. I really liked it. But she was on the she was one of the one of the featured fights on the undercard with Shamrock and Gracie being the main event. Like I was a fan. Of, I became a fan of hers that night. And this was like 2006, early 2007, somewhere in there. Like I could geek out with her just on MMA and then geek out on her just acting appearances you know the the roles she's been in and then of course star wars geek out on her mm -hmm. um great but, casting freaking for star wars in my yeah life. but i mean but i could i could pulling. you know like if we got what like katie sackoff for example like i would i would probably want to talk to her more about battlestar galactica than i would about about star wars but i mean that's just me because you know she was freaking starbuck um, well, I think there would be questions to ask as far as her goes. It goes because how much of her role from Battlestar tra has translated over to uh, Clone Wars and Bo-Katan, char the character itself? It, did she take anything over? I'm sure I mean, she like the 
Bo-Katan certainly has some of the uh, Starbucks swagger that uh, that she had in that. And so. she could definitely, but see, then she would have a chance to like to tell us all about it, and we'd be listening with fucking. Yeah. Unless she's tired of talking about Battlestar, you know that's the other possibility. And then, of course, she was on Longmire for a good long while. Um, See, dude, you she's had a lot of totally appearances and get... a lot of things. She, I mean, she did a she did a pretty famous guest shot on uh, The Big Bang Theory, even. So I think she would be just thrilled with you, straight up fanboy, and like you are right now. Like, she'd be I like, dude, God she damn, always, you know your shit. She always strikes me like with people you she's comfortable shit, with. With people she's comfortable with, she's very, very friendly. Um, I've heard her like guest on a lot of podcasts, but it, she also comes across as very like, I'm very serious, but I'm, I'm sure she's a complete sweetheart, but I don't know. I don't know. Like I um, said, I, I think if if it was me personally, and I obviously, you know, <clears throat> not the person to ask because I could pretend that's the closest I'll ever get, um, but you know dude i can honestly say a lot of people wouldn't be able to pull out the everything you just pulled out about one person like that's straight up like that's impressive that you know that shit and yeah, i think she'd know, appreciate I... it i think she'd appreciate it because it's a lot there's a lot of the stuff that you could ask her that i think that that would make it a worthwhile definitely a worthwhile interview Right. You know, that's another one. There's another one we could go. I'd like to go there. You know, maybe even just maybe we do something like that. Send her a list of the questions that we could ask, uh, you know, and we just, you know, top five questions. But I think we should definitely look into I mean, we can, na- you know, nail it down. But I, I feel like, you know, let's start with the first, you know, at least the first quarter of the year. We'll start with Gina and, and see if we can't yeah, you know, wave down. our arms in the air. I'm down with that. If we, if we shout into the void enough, there's a chance we would be heard. Um, so yeah, there we go. We are, we are going to somehow, some way, figure this out, get it done. Um, hopefully I, am not going to say I promise or I guarantee, but hopefully an interview with, uh, with Cara Dune herself will be coming, uh, everybody's way sometime in the future. And, with any luck, if we if we do get that interview, it'll lead to to others. Um, Cross our fingers. You know, Cross and but fingers. you know yeah. another another fun thing I think I would enjoy doing is getting um, getting listeners on um, for an interview segment or just a conversation. Join the conversation live with us and hey, talk about what this means to you, what Star Wars means to you, what does what does one what does this segment of this uh, of pop culture or or fandom? What what thing about the fandom do you love? Like, why do you love it? How did you come to love it? And like, what it what it means to you? I think that would be another uh, another neat interview route to pursue. Um, but one it project at a time. Be, yeah. One project right. at a time. So so true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is all I have. For this episode, we, uh, hey, you know, we, we recorded one third of a normal episode right here. So, I mean, for a, for a no news week where we stayed on point, no, no big rabbit holes this time. Um, no, no, no big down the, down the hatch. Wow. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I have a feeling that's going to be coming back pretty shortly. So, but I'm. Uh, oh, I bet you we could have gone if we really, really wanted to. But if we'd really, really wanted to, but unfortunately, uh, I have a real life time constraint today. So, um, it's all good. It's all good. But you know, honest truth is, I think that that overall, though, for everything that we that that's out there, um, if there's something you guys want us to cover, want us to go over, if there's a game you want us to check out. If there's a show you want us to check out, if there is a movie, if there's anything you want to throw our way, throw it our way. We'll give it a we'll give it a go. We'll give it a once over or twice over or try thrice over, you know, something. And uh let you know our thoughts. If you care yeah. about our thoughts. Yeah. I tell you what, one movie as soon as it becomes available for me to watch that I'm going to watch is mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. Um yeah. As because I mean, I had doubts about that movie, um, as one should with any video game being turned into a movie. The track record for such things is not great, and uh, the reviews I read, you know, said it was it was close, like it 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 almost hit the mark, um, but it wasn't quite there. But um, given that you and I played the crap out of that game. I, uh, I, I really want to watch it and check that out. I also need to watch the new mutants, um, and see, see what that movie's all about, because that would long delayed. Um, I think with the sale of Fox to Disney. Um, yeah, I heard it did really well actually. And surprisingly, actually wonder woman was the top blockbuster of 2020. Well, I mean, it made like 122 80, million yeah. or something like that so far. I, I want to say 85 in the first week, and then wherever where it's at now, it's at 122, I think, as of the time okay. of this recording. But that's just theatrically. That doesn't count how many people signed up for HBO Max just to watch Wonder yeah. Woman, which might be a significant number. Which maybe they'll factor in and be like, "Hey, we can attribute." you know, $700 million to, to wonder woman. Right. But I think that also tells you kind of about the pickings for movies in 2020. <laughs> well, I mean, <coughs> 2020 had an amazing lineup until COVID. I mean, yeah, think it about it. You look at all the movies that were pushed out of the year. Um, the two I was looking the most forward to ghostbusters and top gun maverick. Um, yeah. were my top like I cannot wait to see these nostalgia driven awesome story like and I Hanks, want to see them dude or I'm not Hanks but fucking uh Cruz he's not fucking around on his sets anymore dude oh yeah well I mean he uh you know he filming the new Mission Impossible yeah apparently some people were being lax with masks and he cracked down and frankly, hey, you know, uh, and some the, people are going, man. Well, That's people's jobs. Some people are, la- are are pushing back on it, and I say, hey, you know what? Let's um, we're almost there. The vaccine is is going out worldwide. People are getting inoculated with it right now as we speak. Let's not give up the ground that we're gaining. Let's just all keep doing our part and being smart, and let's beat this thing so we can get back to normal back to real back to what we were even if the normal is slightly adjusted as i feel like it probably will be for a while longer let's at least get something resembling what we were uh what we were pre-covid back 
so you know if you don't feel good i don't see it's i guess i don't see any harm where if you're not feeling good and you you, you don't feel bad about walking out with a mask on now I, then i think overall that's that's not a bad thing it actually helps they've shown that that shit is uh like uh, over the flu the flu season was hugely mitigated in areas who adopted uh large-scale mask usage um and we're doing the protocols just because it naturally is good hygiene um if you if you're sick and not spreading your germs it helps so yeah, i mean it's yeah, does it's yeah. not going to completely stop it but you know no the, and it mitigates I've, it i've i've heard I, I heard a weird a story about a guy who literally did everything right like he he had to take an, a flight and double masked and face shielded um like he had to go to a funeral and it was like a small like they only allowed like 10 people in the funeral and he had to go to it and he still ended up getting it um, right and then there's and then there's happen. a and then there's a bunch of people who don't do any of that stuff and are fine you know it's 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 not a guarantee but that doesn't mean <laughs> that we still can't be responsible. I mean, wearing a mask sucks. Trust me. I have one good lung. I'm considered high risk. Wearing a mask is hard for me some of the times, especially if I'm doing some pretty heavy physical work. I don't breathe well as it is. Mm -hmm. The mask exasperates it, but I still wear it because were I to get a full on heavy dose of this nasty COVID, um, it might not go my way. Dude, as healthy as I am spreading as fast as it is like the mutated shit that's going on. It's like, I yeah, just, yeah, it's fine though. We're not, Hey, we're not, we're not going to end the show on a COVID rant, but right. No, we're know, not with, no, with we're Tom, not. with the Tom Cruise, uh, the Tom Cruise coming up. Yeah. The Tom he, Cruise. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, it, all I can say is I'm looking forward to 2021 and, and getting back to getting our, the movies and, and I don't know, back to, to, I'm just, I don't know. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Yeah. You know, it would just be nice to like, oh, hey, there's somebody I know and I really, really like, I'm going to give them a hug as a greeting <laughs> instead of waving from a distance, you know, little stuff, <laughs> little things, little things. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to the movies, even if I don't get to give hugs. Yeah. I'm looking I mean, forward I'm, to the shows. We I'm got looking some forward to those two. WandaVision, really looking man. forward to them. Yeah, I mean, we're almost there. We're almost there. At the cusp, knocking at the door. There we go. I see what you did there. All right, well, why don't you take us home there, big guy? Well, from our family here at the house of MTVG, I'm Guy. I'm Buddy. And, well, we've spoken, guys. Have a good night.